1: Welcome to the Pixel Heart. My name is Cameron and I once ate a bowl of honey for five dollars.
2: <laughs> my name is Taya and I ate pizza for a week at uni once. Hi I'm Dr Marley and but I'm a little
3: bit cheeky. Hi my name is Ella and I definitely named my Dalmatian Stripes
0: Hi, my name is Faye, and I have an inappropriate attraction to antagonists.
1: (laughs) And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this is our first ever episode of the Pixel Hearts podcast. Previously, the Pixel Hearts, we have done panels at PAX Australia for three years, with a fourth one hopefully coming later this year. But... Love Life advice needs to be available at all times to everyone. So why give us only a panel once a year when we could do a podcast and keep answering those questions non-stop? But uh, you need to trust us first before you take advice from us on, you know, Love Life and gaming, two of the most important things in our lives, I'm sure. So you should probably get to know us a little bit first. So let's uh, let's go around uh, the Raid Squad and uh, introduce ourselves and get to know each other a bit better uh, with our lovely listeners. I'm going to pick one of you at random, and uh, you can let us know about your background and where you've come from so that people know they can trust our advice. Uh, I'm looking over at Dr. Butt, Marleone, you, you, what What's your background?
2: <laughs> Hello.
1: So Dr. Butt's background is I'm a
2: Thai Australian woman of colour, I studied at the University of Sydney on the intersections between video games and everyday life, thinking about diversity and embodied precarity in our culture. I just became Dr. Butt. Uh, My biggest goal in life is to become an associate professor, so people can call me aspro (laughs) Butt. And my only regret in life is that I didn't study proctology.
1: i thought it's like i just became dr but it's almost like a doctor uh, like a mr jekyll and dr hyde kind of thing Uh,
2: well uh depending on your definition of doctor i'm not a medical doctor but i can definitely answer any questions around uh you know memes trolley problem memes (laughs) some sort of (laughs) ethical questions (laughs) that's where i'm at (laughs)
0: Awesome. Who who wants to go next? How about Faye? Do you want to jump in and introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So I am. Ooh, I'm a polyamorous, pansexual, non-binary person. Uh, so, you know, I'm covering as many tick boxes as we need to fill out the rest of the roster. I'm doing you all a favour there. You're welcome. Um, And I'm in at least two Relationships at any point, so you know that kind of balance between relationships is kind of what I'm focused on. But outside of that, I'm also a game development lecturer. I'm a developer. I'm a speedrunner. I'm a writer. Um, and all of this has come at a cost because, uh, with all of these points, my stat distribution is unbalanced, and my dexterity is currently abysmal. So I'm also very clumsy. Um, I think that my personal relationship goals are, as always, having enough people to fill whatever the current co-op slash team-based game is. And that's really my primary situation there.
1: Awesome. Uh, Taya, do you want to take us through you? Sure.
2: Uh, so, uh, I am also uh, a polyamorous of over a decade. Uh, I'm also uh, an organizer in the kink scene, um, and uh, in my uh, in my spare time, I, I moonlight as a union official. So uh, the way that I would describe myself is as a as a socialist himbo. So
1: I'm also clumsy, but in a way that's kind of hot. We love a we love a hot himbo. Exactly. <laughs> Ella, uh, would you love to introduce yourself to the class?
3: I would love to. So my name's Gabriella Logren, but please call me Ella. And I make video games, so I work as a narrative designer, so I do all the story stuff, which is great fun. And on the side to that, I also sort of semi-run like a little indie studio and we release games that explore mental health issues and things like that. And I'm very passionate about all of that. So I definitely come into this a bit more from the game development side when we look at nerd culture. And in terms of relationships, I love love. I think love is grouse and I am definitely in a very committed, long-term relationship with a white, straight, cis man who is a tradie, which is not a situation I ever expected to find myself in because I'm very queer, pansexual, all of those like good things, and somehow just met this very lovely, more traditional man and was like, oh, well, wow, you're just wonderful. Okay, I guess we're doing that now. So were hit sort with of- a
1: surprise attack.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So that's my spiel. That's what I'm up to.
1: (laughs) And the voice you keep hearing, I am Cameron. Uh, I am an ex, uh, well, no, freelance video game journalist. It's just been a bit more free in the last few years during the pandemic. Um, But I uh, come from a journalism background with video games, podcasts, radio, writing, editing, all that kind of stuff. And I have been married to my husband for eight years now um, and we met through gaming and so gaming has been a really big point of my relationship and it's always been really helpful uh, immediately having that player two locked in like a co-op game comes out I'm like I'm good I know who I've got on on my fire team we're sorted Um, but as I said at the start this is an advice show and to be able to give advice we need to have uh, some questions um, and so we've been asking for questions for a really long time from our listeners while we were doing the panels. So we've got some from our history, but we also put out the word recently and asked for more. And you can also give us your questions that you want asked. Uh, you can head over to our link tree, which is in the show description. Um, and in there, you can let us know where you need help around questions Gaming and uh, relationships, because it's a very difficult digital, re- you know, romantic space out there at the moment. So we might as well kick off with a nice and nice an easy one. I feel just one that's really about building trust in a relationship. So um, here comes our very first question for the Pixel Hearts. Dear Pixel Hearts, how do I tell my girlfriend I hate her favorite game? I've been lying for years.
2: what the pain the suffering oh Oh my (laughs) god
1: i'm gonna get it out early double down just double (laughs) down it's now your
0: favorite game it's too late it also entirely depends on the game right because this could be just oh i haven't played any animal crossing or this can be like i'm five years into a minecraft build i never wanted to enter
1: (laughs) (laughs) god no different levels of commitment oh god I guess is the thing, right? Because if it's, this is a single player game that they don't have to partake in, just hear about, they're completely fr- fine. But if this is a multiplayer that you haven't had to invest time and energy into, like if my poor husband hadn't told me right at the very beginning that he turned to me and went, look, Final Fantasy XIV just not for me, Cameron. And I went, okay, we won't play it together anymore and I won't bother you when I talk about it. That's fine. You go off and do your Minecraft and I'll do this. Your other option is, um, like, you know, like gaslighting is always an option. <laughs> Pretend the game doesn't exist. Ooh. Like, just be like, "What's that game? I've never heard of that." What's a, what's an Overwatch? Uh, what's what, that?
3: Isn't it too
2: late to gaslight at this point? If no,
3: there's... that's how it's
1: gaslighting, mm-hmm.
2: though. Uh, Incrementally okay. over time. I yeah. mean, although this kind of sounds like some bad advice. <laughs>
1: I never give bad advice. <laughs> Only the best advice from me. <laughs> but genuinely, like, I think uh, this is going to be something that I feel comes up a lot in this show. And um, it's, the, it's our favorite word. Communication.
2: Yes. Communicate. Speak to one another. Discuss things.
1: Just be open
2: about, you know, how, how you feel, how you're doing. Not in, not not vibing in this five-year Minecraft game. Maybe <laughs> it's time to play something else.
3: Maybe like... don't use language as strong as I hate your favourite game. Like, communicating is good, but we can soften some of that communication. Maybe just say something mm. along the lines of, ah, my interests have changed and I really feel like playing this game at this point in time. It's not a lie. It's not the full truth. But maybe that would be a nice way to navigate this without hurting anyone's feelings.
2: You're allowed to agree to disagree. Yes. <laughs> Very important. (laughs) It's fine to sand off edges sometimes.
0: I also think it's very important that you do communicate, though, rather than let it build up. Can can you imagine it's like three years later and it's suddenly like, no, I hate Pocket Man. Okay, the first generation was okay, (laughs) but this one's just a set of keys. What the fuck are we doing at this point? You can't let it explode at some point, right? You really need to start that chat.
3: Also, gaming is a huge time sink and you don't want to be losing a significant amount of time to something that you truly don't enjoy when you have other hobbies other games etc that you want to be spending your time playing or doing
2: i have a story actually oh no (laughs) but like just like remembering back so back at school someone thought my name was malian and throughout the 12 years i was there never corrected her until i was graduating and someone went marley ann Is it not? And uh, it was very difficult, you know, like once you're in it, you're just in it, and then (laughs) it it builds. It really, really builds.
1: You should have grabbed a bag, put it over her head, put her in the car, driven away with her, because then (laughs) that's a Malian abduction. (laughs) I
3: was wondering where you were going with
1: this. (laughs) Hey, we're there. My favourite idea, though, of the build-up that you spoke about, is that they're like standing in the middle of, let's say, um... Uh, Woolworths with a a lettuce in their hand and out of nowhere they just crush it suddenly (laughs) and they turn to them and say I don't like Shadow the Hedgehog I never liked Shadow the Hedgehog
2: (laughs) I just can't do this anymore I've
1: been living a lie I know you bought me that body pillow but I hide it at night (laughs) (laughs) but I think like it's that open like honest communication and you can also say that thing where you can kind of be like um you know, maybe I I've kind of not into this one anymore. And just slowly drip feed yourself away from that conversation. Don't immediately throw their, you know, their Zelda cosplay out the window.
3: I think that's the best advice. I think having good communication about it in a way that's not harmful, where you highlight where you'd like to go and what you'd like to be playing in lieu of this game that you hate. Maybe don't use the word hate while having the conversation. We don't need any more broken hearts. You don't want to lose your partner over something like this as well if you're really shitting on their favourite game because I know that if my partner shat on my favourite game they would be sleeping in another room. But approach it with a little bit of uh, nuance is what I'm going to say and slowly over time start introducing other games or just saying you have different preferences at this point in time.
0: I think keeping that as a a healthy way to move forward in general is really good. Um, I know that Uh, my polycule has particular rules for like co-op games where you're really into it and you're like, don't play it without me, okay? Don't play it without me. We only play together. It's great. And then one person wanes off and they just say to the other person, you may now play it without me. I may not be joining you again, but if I do, I don't want to hold you back from enjoying this game. And, you know, having those kind of healthy systems in place is going to help later down the line when they find another favourite game that you hate
2: sandwich it right you know like you know how much I love you and how much (laughs) I love that you love that game right like sandwich it yeah
1: (laughs) you know how much I love you but I just I can't play Roblox anymore (laughs) I can't do it but I love that you love Roblox
2: exactly right that's nice I can't imagine I love you the same way I love these (laughs) that you love
1: Roblox when you see Roblox and see joy, I look at you and feel that same joy, but not when I'm looking at the Roblox. Even, is it Roblox? Roblox? It's Roblox. So just R-O-B-L-O-X.
3: Oh. What have you got against Roblox? It oh, it yeah, that's <laughs> quite a few.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's sounding like I have a lot of problems with Roblox, I'm afraid. But um, it looks like that's about all the time we have for today talking about how to let someone know that you actually just despise the thing that brings them the most joy in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope the advice was helpful. And don't worry, there's more advice coming from all of us on all things gaming and relationships. um, For all of our links, and if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other.